0: Welcome to New Shooter Canada. Please remember that the show's content and word pronunciation is simply the opinion of the host and their guests. Hello and welcome to New Shooter Canada episode 240. I'm one of your panelists, Amanda, and we have an interesting roster with us today. Uh, so we have guests. Uh, panelist, Jeff. Say hello, Jeff.
1: Hello, Jeff.
0: (laughs) There you are. Uh, we also have Benny, who hasn't been on in, I don't know, a a while. So, hi, Benny.
2: Hey, well, you guys decided to have an early enough Friday show, so I, I was able to pop in.
0: Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, it was kind of, let's throw this together, but it made it work. And also, special guest today, Tracy Wilson. Uh, Say hello, Tracy.
3: Hello, everybody. Thanks a lot for the opportunity. I'm happy to be here.
0: Oh, we're excited to have you. Uh, Like, Jeff has been such a funny guy (laughs) the last uh, week or so. Uh, We have been trying to plan for the National Range Day. And Jeff's like, What's going on, guys? What's our club doing? And I said, We sent emails out and we were kind of having a slow start. Jeff wasn't having it. So he's gung ho. yeah we need to we need to get tracy on we need to do this we need to do this and i'm really loving the enthusiasm because it's put a lot of fire under people's butts but it then to coordinate with the plans that i had i feel really good about it now for a while there i was getting a little meh i don't know what we're gonna do but here we are we're doing (laughs) it and i'm really glad to have you on. thank you so much uh, so we'll always start, as we always do, in what we did in guns, and then we're going to have Tracy come and talk about uh, National Range Day. So, uh, Benny, you know what, we'll leave you alone for a second. Tracy, why don't you tell us what you've been up to in guns lately?
3: Here's the thing. I very rarely get to do anything with actual guns because I'm so busy fighting with gun legislation and horrible, um, you know, liberal policy. Um, But I did go out and pick up 32,000 rounds, which was fun. And, of course, that's for my (laughs) National Range Day event here in Ottawa. And then Colin, my sweetheart, bought me this cool thing. Um, And, of course, that is the KPOS Scout. I call it a a drop-in frame. I don't really know what it's called. But, um, yeah, so you just toss your Glock right in there, and it's for when your uh, handgun wants to identify as a rifle. So I'm excited to. Uh, tomorrow and um and then just this isn't this week but tomorrow actually i've got a range day out at eastern ontario shooting club with a bunch of parliament hill staffers that have never shot a gun before so yeah we're taking them to the fantastic
0: that sounds like it's big now did that take a lot of persuasion to get people involved
3: no actually they called me so there's um there's a parliament hill staffer that you guys might remember his name is ryan slingerland and he is the young guy from alberta he started at the time it was the largest uh pro-gun parliamentary e-petition remember he was like 17 year old kid from alberta yes and together with uh, rachel Carter at the time she's rachel thomas now she got married and she he did this petition and we had him come out and speak at our AGM, and he was just this cool teenager that was really into politics. He wasn't a gun guy at all. Well, he's all grown up now, and he's a Parliament Hill staffer here in Ottawa working for a member of Parliament. And I guess he's been talking to the other staffers about gun stuff. And, um, yeah, they're interested to try it. So, yeah, I'm taking uh,
0: uh, a dozen staff. Out the Oh wow, that sounds yeah,
1: awesome.
0: Yeah. that's great. I'm really glad to hear that, and I'm I want to hear. I'm guessing you'll talk about it in one of the other podcasts how that goes. So, uh, we'll we'll have to figure out how we can listen in on how that you made
3: out with that because that's exciting. So. Yeah, um, I'll be sure to post some pictures and video and <clears throat> get some reaction. And yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing: if you're gonna work. For a member of parliament, a, a lawmaker who's going to craft and and um, table legislation or vote on it, it's helpful if you have an idea of what you're talking about. Now, heading to the range doesn't make you a gun expert by all means, but at least it gives you sort of the view from the inside, and maybe it'll help you understand the position of gun owners just a little better.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. All right. Yeah. Jeff, what have you been up to? What
3: have I been up
1: to? Uh, it's been actually a fairly quiet week in guns for me. Actually, I did pick up before the, uh, before the 18th, I picked up a new shotgun. That was fun. Uh, I've dubbed it my tractor gun Mm -hmm. and it's, uh, just a 12 inch barrel pump action Churchill. Uh, but it's, it's fun and, uh, it fits in the tractor cab well. And if you've ever been out of the tractor at dusk, looking at working on an implement back by the bush and had a coyote stalk you, you understand why I want a tractor gun.
0: Absolutely. I haven't had that experience, but I could see that would be really scary.
1: It gets your attention. Yeah. And of course, you know, uh, National Range Day. Uh, That's something that uh, it seemed like I was wondering where the club was going with it. And now, uh, now Amanda and I are now coordinating the event. So that's uh, it's been a lot of fun working with Amanda and and getting this off the ground.
0: Perfect. I'm glad to hear that, Jeff. Cause you know what? I'm not always easy to work with. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Benny, fill us in. What have you been up to, buddy?
2: Uh, well, it's been a really long time since I've been on the show. But don't worry, I haven't done anything in a very long time. Uh, <laughs> last week. I- I think it was last week or maybe two weeks ago. Uh, oh, it was two weeks ago. I took a new PAL holder. Uh, he had some previous experience um, elsewhere around the world. Uh, and so I took him to the to the He recently got his PAL. So uh, he bought a couple of guns. So we helped sight him in. Uh, I got to sight in my GSG-16. Uh, I messed around with my Glock because I completely forgot that I actually did have the right size screwdriver for my Venom to, uh, to actually sight that in. So that didn't happen. But... Uh, is that I found out that I had a bunch of squibs, which is why my ammunition wasn't working properly. So that was fun. Um, thank God there was no explosions, uh, but uh, my gun just seized up for some reason. Uh, and then I noticed the projectile sitting in the in the chamber, basically. So uh, I stopped shooting nine mil after that. Um, got to shoot an X95. That was fun. Um, I, I don't, it may have just been me, but it felt a lot heavier than my my TAR21. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, uh, a lot of fun. So I came home, started going through all my nine mil. I have about a thousand rounds that I made up. Uh, I went through about three or 400 rounds. Uh, I found six in the first, uh, uh two, one, so, uh, yeah, uh,
0: yeah, you guys all froze up there for a second, but uh, I caught a little bit of that, so awesome! i glad you so you were working on your your issues there. Glad to hear that you were working on all of that because I know that can be very frustrating when your guns are malfunctioning. We don't like that. It just makes me mad and wants me want to pack everything up and go home. I know. Alrighty, so my exciting thing I didn't get to do much, but uh, Josh kind of dragged me out to do sporting clays. He was insistent. I love going, but every single time when I feel like I've got too much to do, I've been hesitating, and I'm like, oh, I got to do this, oh, I got to do that. I'm a mom of four, blended family of six, so, you know, it's busy here. So he convinced me to go, and I'm glad I did, because once I got there, I could feel the tension release, and I really had a lot of fun. It's my second or third time shooting sporting clays, so it was super exciting, and I beat Josh, so... That's always exciting when I can do that, because Josh is great with handguns, (laughs) um, but this is definitely something that I have more of a natural talent for, so it definitely gets me excited about shooting, for sure. So, other than that, um, just, you know, chit-chatting, preparing for National Range Day, which we're going to start talking a little bit more about, so pretty excited about all that and that's been keeping me busy so uh let's just move on to the main topic special guest tracy uh so we're going to talk about national range today uh obviously you are no stranger to the podcast but because this is new shooter canada let's just assume nobody knows who you are why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself
3: all right my name is tracy wilson and i am vice president of public relations for the ccfr uh, Canadian Coalition for Firearm Rights, and we actually just made up that title because it sounded a lot better than me, which is <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. We we literally made that up because it sounds better than gun lobbyist. Um, but yeah, I am your federal registered uh, lobbyist here in Ottawa, the voice for Canadian firearms owners, and um, I hold governments to account for their terrible policy that affects gun owners and their uh, failure to address actual crime and violence. I'm a mom of two girls. Uh, we're a military family here. My youngest, C- Corporal Summer Sparling, she's 19. She's got two and a half years of service in. Um, I'm a black badge holder. I am a successful hunter, although I haven't been to the bush in like three years because of liberal government stopping me from doing my my stuff. Um, and, yeah, just uh, just trying my best here to represent gun owners in a positive light.
0: Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, so talking about National Range Day, I was kind of curious, how did the idea of National Range Day, like where did it come from?
3: So like most of our, uh, you know, uh, scandals, things that we do, um, usually it's Rod and I sitting around sort of dishing about what we can do next. We've come up with some crazy ideas like the integrity tour. Uh We drove around the entire country in a 32 foot long RV that said uh, liberal failure on it. You know, we've done all these crazy ideas and usually that's exactly how we come up with them is we sit around talking about what we can do. And some, we were talking on the phone and I'm looking at social media and it was like national poutine day or something. And I'm like, what in the heck is this? Like, there's a National Putin Day. There's a National Waterbed Day. And he says, it's too bad there's not a National Gun Owner Day. And I'm like, yeah, like there should be. There's 2.3 million of us. And he says, well, if you're sitting around waiting for the liberal government to give you a national day to celebrate gun owners, that's never going to happen. And I'm like, well, now that you mention it, you're totally right. So what we're going to do is we're going to take it. So we decided uh, we just kind of, we we ha- chose a couple dates and then we had to narrow it down but we were looking for something that could be annual so it'll be the first saturday in june every year going forward until the end of time um and we decided instead of calling it national gun owner day um we wanted to wrap it around an activity so people could do something not just make a social media post so we called it national range day but the idea is even if you're not a member of a range or maybe you're just a casual gun owner or a hunter, and you're, you know, you're not really heading out to the range to plant targets. Um, the idea is to take somebody out shooting. There's 37 million Canadians in this country, and there's 2.3 million licensed legal gun owners. If every one of us took 16 people to the range, that's everybody. That's the whole country. So the idea behind it was, um, it's, it's a public relations stunt, right? And it's, it's, You know, as gun owners, we all know that the the very best way that you can influence somebody's opinions about guns or gun ownership is to take them shooting. We all know that. Take them to the range, and then they they usually walk away with a different opinion. So that's sort of the idea, is we are trying to encourage um, the other firearms organizations, the wildlife federations, the... Um, you know, other groups. the There's a, the university shooting groups. There's all kinds of groups. Um, there's the, there's ranges, there's clubs, there's retailers, and then right down to the individual gun owner. If everybody does something that day, even if you can't get out, you got to work, make some social media posts. I've been having all kinds of social media influencers making videos. Jim Shock, he's made me a video. All kinds of people. Amanda Lynn Mayhew. Um, and the idea is, It's just to get everybody out to sort of celebrate the fact like we get beat up a lot, right? Gun owners don't have it easy in this country. And this is a day to go out, celebrate ourselves, celebrate each other, enjoy our sport and open the doors to the country to let them see what what it is that we're doing. I think, you know, I've been a gun owner a long time, but I've only been, um, you know, politically active advocate for probably about eight or 10 years now. And I got to say. Over the last three decades, we've sort of been molded to, you know, keep your keep your hub, hobby quiet, keep it on the down low, don't talk about guns, don't don't put gun stickers on your car, don't wear gun T-shirts, just keep down low, keep your head down, and, you, you know, you can fly under the radar. And that, as we know, as it's been proven, is completely false. And that has brought us to where we are now. So my idea, well, Rod's idea and, and my idea, is we're tired of that. We want to normalize it. We want it to be completely acceptable to the average Canadian, the average soccer mom or somebody who has no other experience with firearms. Legal, lawful, legitimate use of sporting arms for, for sport or for hunting and the um, criminal use uh, of illicit guns by gangsters, right? They're, they're not the same. So so that's kind of the idea is just get everybody out to the range, open up the doors. Most clubs do an open house every year anyways. And I think if we can just sort of do a concerted effort and really publicize it, then it becomes a big public relations stunt and more people might be interested in giving it a try. Right.
0: Absolutely. So um, with that, do you have any hopes for your future events like short term, long term? you know, as we're kind of getting into the motions of it all, like what's working well, what would you like to see go in the future, whether it's five years from now, 10 years from now?
3: Yeah, so we've got about 80 clubs. You can go to Mm -hmm. nationalrangeday.ca. We've created an entire set of resources. There's a website there. Uh, There's videos, uh, commercials. There's logos you can use. We've created all of this stuff, and you'll notice not any of it has – One glimpse of CCFR or Rod Giltaka or Tracy Wilson, and that's intentional because I recognize when we do things and put our brand on it, it it may make it difficult for other organizations who may look at it in a competitive light. It may make it hard for them to want to sign on and participate. And, you know, the anti-gun lobbies, they're they're very strong and they back each other up. They may not agree on everything but they sure as heck go to bat for each other. And one day I really wish we could have that in our community. So the idea was we spent the money, the time and the effort and the resources to create sort of this platform for National Range Day, get it out there and promote it with the hopes that the other groups, all those people i would mentioned, you know, wildlife organizations uh, or federations, um, you know, national gun organizations, were hoping that they – can put everything aside for one day and celebrate our our people and our culture and our sports, so I think it'll grow over the years, like I said, we've got eighty uh, events registered now, um which is okay that's you know it's the inaugural year, and um, I know there was only a couple months' lead time, some places need a little more than that, and uh, I think a lot of people are sitting back to see how things go. I of course turn everything into a complete circus, I can't do anything. You know, in a in a normal manner, like anybody else, just have a regular range day. So I'm going full Ottawa. I've got bouncy castles, I've got a two-story inflatable slide, I've got a 64-foot inflatable obstacle course, beanbag races, face painting, cotton candy, like absolute ridiculousness. And the idea is, it's a family-friendly open house. You know, I I want there to be a lot of stuff for families to do. That's not something you can hear. So, yeah, this is a long game. And I'm hoping over the years that we are able to gain the support of all the other groups and all the other people within our community. Because if we don't soon get it together, well, I don't know. it, It looks grim if we can't do that but um, they'll see that and it'll become a positive influence all across the country.
0: That sounds like a very aspirational thing to do. I could see how it could feel really grim right now, but I've seen some of the hype now that's coming up from our group. Once you you start the flame, it's just, it's small, but then it's going to get big really fast. So I'm really excited. I yeah. wish I could have done something like carnival style, but we're definitely a small club. We're going to keep it simple. Uh, we made sure to have uh, guns that'll be more appropriate for children if they want to try it. You know, we're having a lunch and just more of an inf- informational situation. And also, like, come check out our club. Come and see what we do. Um, come and talk to us if you would like to. So that's we're going to keep awesome. it pretty pretty simple. Uh, so let's see here. So I I believe you can post for me the. Um, the links for the range day events and where they're all located. So uh, the main people that, uh, or main way that people get involved is by talking about our hobby. And you kind of mentioned that or touched base on that earlier. So uh, any tips on talking to members in our community about shooting sports? Because I feel either, like you said, people have been so accustomed to shying away from it. Uh, Of Mm -hmm. course, I like to, be more considerate of understanding that i don't know what that other person's thinking so but maybe you have a totally different view than i do so how would you talk to a completely naive person about our community
3: well i do that all the time actually like i live in the suburbs of ottawa right and uh i'm a this little Chihuahua owning grandma out in the suburbs and take my grandson to the bus stop and I'm there with all the soccer moms and you know I got an AR-15 t-shirt on and they're kind of looking at me and yeah so normally I just they'll they'll ask questions and I just have you ever, have you ever shot a gun before and they're like oh oh no no I've never done that <clears throat> so then I pull out um some episodes of the CCFR's Canada downrange on my phone or I got some cool videos from my ladies range days The CCFR is the only national firearms organization with a women's program um, that's fully funded by women for women. And we fund hundreds of ladies' range days across the country every year. And I usually get out some of the promotional videos that we've made about that, and I show them, and they just automatically, they think it's so badass, they think it's so awesome, they want to try it. So, yeah, like, honestly, it's a steady stream at my door to go to the range, so... Um, I find that is that you can argue politics all day long with people. I do it on Twitter. You should, it's a complete toilet um, (laughs) and you're never really going to get anywhere. But honestly, the very best way is just forget about that. Forget about the politics. I've taken uh, um, Evelyn Fox. She's a, a mother from Toronto. She runs a group called communities for zero violence. And, you know, years ago when I first ran across her in Twitter, um, she was hanging out with Paul Sisu and the Coalition for Gun Control and saying horrible things, <clears throat> excuse me about guns and gun owners and it's funny over the years just just talking you to know, her and i I drove to Toronto and had a meeting with her at city hall, and I you know, just started working away at her and uh last fall, I took her to the range and we shot guns, and she's like i I can't believe it. I'm here. I can't believe I'm doing it. I'm like, well. Like that's the thing is if the only exposure you've ever had to guns is through a violent experience or a bad experience or Hollywood or politics or the media, then you don't really know, right? It is absolutely imperative to take people out shooting, whether you're a member of a range or you take them out in the back 40. Excuse me. It's the very best way to influence people. And, you know, it, like literally one at a time. If that's how we got to do it, then that's what we got to do.
0: Understood. So key points there, talk about what you love, be passionate about what you love and, and keep at it that way and avoid the political aspect of it. So, uh, and that is one thing I a hundred percent agree with because you could talk to someone blue in the face, but there could be something else that's near and dear to their heart that could be on the opposition side. So you have to keep that into consideration. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so Jeff had a question about photos and and uh, exposure opportunity there. Jeff, do you want to uh ask the next couple questions there?
1: Sure, sure. Uh, Tracy, you've you, you've done obviously a lot more events than than we have. But how do you handle uh taking pictures at these events? Do you uh do you have a sign up saying you know we may take pictures for promotional purposes. Uh, You know, how how do you handle that?
3: Well, I know for ladies range days, see, normally, you know, the girls will all kind of roll in at one time. We do, you know, gather them up in the clubhouse, give them a safety briefing and a welcome. And that's when I tell them, you know, like I'm literally always filming everything. That's, I don't do anything without filming it. Right. So I've got drones in the air. I've got videographers running around behind them. Um, I've got all kinds of things going on. Um, So, Uh, When I record for TV, there are people, because of either their jobs or whatever, they may not want to uh, be on TV. So I bring a roll of painter's tape. I literally had it on my desk and it's gone. So one of these kids is going to get it. But um, I keep a roll of green painter's tape. And what I do is I just take off two little pieces. I put an X on the back of their shoulder because you have to remember the majority of your footage when you're filming at a range is from behind people, right? Um, And then we we either obscure their face or just uh, don't use that footage if they're in it. Now, for the most part, um, when it's a matter of just taking promotional photos, I just let people know, like, hey, I'm going to be around taking promotional photos. If you don't want to be in them, just let me know. Most of the girls are taking photos of each other, and I encourage it. Take tons of photos. Put them on social media. Show all your friends. You know, if I reach 60 women in a ladies' range day, but they all show five other girlfriends what they did today. That was totally awesome and badass. Then I just increased the amount of women I reached. Right. Um, so that's really important. Um, at an open house, it's different. Like my range day, I'm going to, uh, my national range day event is only four hours long, but it's kind of, uh, wide open. Right. So, um, if I'm going to, you know, kind of zoom in on somebody, whether it's a kid, I'll ask their parent. If it's um, an adult, I'll just ask the with it. And then I also usually try and do a couple of interviews, just even with your iPhone, and just say, hey, tell me uh, your name, where you're from, and what you think about today. Like, how are you enjoying it? What do you think? And how does it differ from what you thought it would be like? Right? And um, And people love doing that. So... Um, just letting people know, I just walk around. Hey, my name's Tracy. Do you mind if I get a picture of you? Do you want to do a quick little two minute interview? And uh, very rarely do people tell me no. Um, the only instances I did have uh, a bunch of women that work for, I think they worked for CSIS or somewhere and they came to one of my range days and they, they could not be filmed whatsoever. So, um, I mean, they were in the film, but we just didn't use those portions. So they weren't identifiable. Yeah
1: okay excellent thank yeah. you that uh, amanda i think uh, i think it, we've
0: yeah so kind of, my other that, question was Some
1: takeaways there
0: yeah for sure um i was also wondering are you having any flyers out that has any information about like how to get your license or history of um of guns or gun ownership in canada or anything like that uh if so um what are your tips on providing documents like that?
3: So we're really lucky. We actually had a firearms instructor here in Ottawa come forward and he said, look, you know, I want to, I want to do something for national range day. He's a member at my range. He's like, you're already doing an event. That's great. He's like, do you mind if I come and set up a table? And I said, I don't mind at all. And he's bringing all kinds of information on how to get your license. We're also doing a draw. So we're going to have, um, you know, like a a welcome table type thing, a reception area, when people first come in. And he's doing a draw for a full class of PALS, of Canadian Firearms Safety course. so basically 12. So anybody who's interested in, you know, we'll catch them on the way in or the way out, who's interested in getting their license and maybe taking a course, we'll put their names in and, and draw for it. But usually what I do, I... You can't be everything to everybody, right? I'm normally trying to film, so I'm dealing with them. I'm dealing with media. I have politicians coming. I've got VIPs coming. So I don't have as much time to spend with people who have questions. So usually that's what I do is I find a local um, instructor. I invite them to come out, you know, offer them free lunch or whatever, let them come set up a table. That way they're also advertising their business at the same time. Um, and get them, you know, if anybody says, hey, I really love that. How do I become a gun owner? You can send them over to, to his table and let them deal with it. And that's probably the easiest way. I know, at least for me, because I can't work every every corner of every event, right? So, yeah, normally that's how I do it. I invite an instructor, right, to come to my events.
0: Well, that's a great idea. I really like that. Yeah. So, uh, any final points on... Uh, get making sure that these days are going to be successful for the upcoming week. So, yeah,
3: I think the number one most important thing, of course, is always to be safe. Um, so we had probably like my range day is kind of big, so I got about 32 volunteers that have stepped forward. Um, but I had a meeting with the executive from the club, we went through the list of volunteers, we sort of handpicked who's going to work on the line. You know, there's a like at my event, I've got all these bouncy castles and stuff for kids. It's a there's a completely different set of skills required to be a mentor one on one with children or people who have never touched a gun in their lives than there is to control the amount of kids in a bouncy castle. Right. So it's imperative that your mentors who are working with people handling guns. I'm very aware of the rules. I don't, like, I don't. I've put other people that have been doing it for a long time. Uh, the Kellys are usually on there. I'm sure everybody knows them. Um, yeah, I've got them. Uh, I've, well, I've got one of the Kellys coming. I put Colin on the line. I just put people with a ton of experience that I've seen work other events. You know, we've had some people step forward. God bless them and there. They're willing to volunteer, but, you know, we don't really know them. So we're, we put them on. There's a lot of jobs, right? You need a lot of people doing a lot of different things. So my number one thing is just be, it's okay to be picky who works the line um, and ensure that safety is, don't take for granted. It's different. Like if I, if you and I went to the range and you wanted to shoot my Tavor, I'd just pass it on the table. Like, here you go, figure it out. Like, you, you would figure it out, right? Um, but it's completely different when you're working with people who have never touched a gun, and in particular, children. We have one bay at our national range day that's going to be free, and it's just for children. Um, and it's all single-shot twenty twos, so that limits the risk there. It's all steel targets, which I'm painting every friggin' color you can imagine. I've got about... 30 things of spray paint up there, but I'm trying to make it fun. And then I've got a huge basket of carnival prizes. So after they shoot, they get a prize. It's just like going to the fair, right? Um, But the people working that bay um, are, like, super hand-selected. So, um, you know, there's a lot of jobs that are equally as important at a range day, but the people working the line need to be your most experienced um, mentors. So... That, that would be my number one recommendation because can you imagine what would happen if someone got hurt?
0: That is my number one biggest concern, is making sure that it's very clear who we are, what safety rules we're following by. Um, we do have a nice group of volunteers now, so I'm trying to be a little more picky as to who's going where and who's supervising what. So it's all coming together. I feel like that's the hardest part, right? Like, because you got to deal with yeah. the group that you have, but you got to make, yeah, exactly. Be a
3: little more picky about who you want where. So I agree yeah. with you. And just give them a, like, do a team meeting uh, in the morning when you're setting up and before it's about to start. Gather them all together and just say, hey, guys, like, this is like the most important day of the year. If we screwed this up, it's going to be a big problem, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. don't take mm-hmm. it for granted. Never leave the person with a gun. Never just hand them a full mag off the start. You know, normally what I do is no matter what they're trying to shoot, um, I show them how to handle the firearm. Well, Colin does it to be honest. I'm not going to lie. Colin does. it. He shows them how to ha- handle the firearm. He shows them how it works. He'll load one um, one bullet into the mag for them, let them shoot that and then say, okay, what did you think of that? Okay, now we'll fill up the rest of the mag. And that way, if something happens and you hand them a, a you know, a pistol with, with 10 shots in it and they fire one and, and freak out or something, you know, it doesn't hurt to just take it a little slower, give them one, let them try it. Then they know what to expect. And it just, One hundred and ten percent safety. Don't take anything for granted. Agreed. Yeah, that's my. Yeah, that's my big uh, my big uh, push on that is it's imperative that we don't have any accidents.
0: Agreed. So which location will you be at,
3: Casey? So I will be just east of Ottawa at the Eastern Ontario Shooting Club, uh, which is about 20 minutes east of the city. Um, that's my home club, so it's I think it's, like, the third largest club in Ontario. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, I've got all this crazy stuff going on. Jim Shockey is going to be coming out as a VIP guest. I've got some members of parliament, some city councillors, uh, all kinds of people coming. So we're praying that it's not pouring rain because then we'll have a bunch of sopping wet bouncy castles. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think Ottawa's had enough of those, so I thought I'd uh, – Just bring it back. But no, to be perfectly honest, I think it'll be I think it'll be a hoot for the kids and it'll feel like they're at the fair. Right. I think that's
0: that's amazing. I love that. So and I, I hope the weather works out for you as it does for us, because we do have an indoor and an outdoor. My plan was to separate, you know, 22 handguns in one and do rifles in the other. Keep it nice and simple. And ho- hopefully we won't have to shove everybody all in one area in the indoor. Yeah. Fingers crossed anyway. So. And
3: now I'm going to pray for, pray for sun.
0: So. Pray for sun. Yes, absolutely. And I know all that. I see Benny, yes. Benny, where are you going to be at? <laughs> I'm going to
2: be in synagogue. Cause, uh, it's actually uh, Pentecost in English. We call it Shavuos in Hebrew. So it's actually a holiday. So I won't be at the range, but, uh,
3: oh.
2: next, next year, hopefully you will be on a, on a, Different time, and I'll go Sunday because again I don't shoot Saturdays. But uh, well, we'll I'm, they, I'm, my local range is having an event. Um, they're really, they I believe they're pushing it. Um, so next year, hopefully, we'll get uh, get some more people out there. If not on the Saturdays, then maybe the Sunday. So
3: yeah, absolutely. That's,
0: yeah, it probably wouldn't hurt to do a weekend vibe. I think that'd be really cool. So yeah. Well, as everyone knows, uh, Jeff and I are part of the Milverton Rod and Gun, and uh, he and I are co-hosting together along with Josh. Uh, who is part of the executive team So he's going to be helping with the supervision Of it all I'm so, um, pretty excited about that We're running from 9 to 3 So come on over I've actually had quite a few people message me About well can my kids try it And uh, lots of questions And I'm really excited about that Because I'm seeing all women It's been Beautiful. amazing How many people have messaged me And they're all women So Really, really excited about that. So, uh, any other events going on other than your shoot with Parliament workers there, Tracy? Do you have any other Ladies' Day shoots coming up?
3: I literally have an entire summer full of events. Mm. Um, I thought, let me pull up. I keep a note, a running note, on top of my calendar because I can never remember where I am. Um, yeah, so I've got National Range Day, June fourth. I'm going attending a wildlife dinner at Stornaway which is the uh, residence of the official opposition here in Ottawa. So it's, um, it's something that we used to do before the pandemic. It was like uh, with the Conservative Hunting and Angling Caucus. It's kind of uh, a little bit of a celebration. That's coming up on Monday, of course, on, um, on June 6th, Monday. Um, and then uh, June 25th and 26th, I'll be in Verdon, Manitoba at Wolverine Days, which is a really fun event. And I always love to go out and see the hip wells. They're so much fun. And John lets me shoot full auto, so love him. <laughs> um, June, yeah, June 25th to August 1st, I'll be in Halifax, Nova Scotia for ipsic Nationals, which is, I guess, hand, handgun championships. August 6th, I'll be in Woodstock, New Brunswick for a ladies' range day. I still have to plan a ladies' range day here in Ottawa, somewhere in between all of this as well. And then, of course, September 9th, through 11th, I'll be in Toronto at TACOM, and somehow I will also, at the very same time, be in Ottawa at the CPC leadership. Oh, wow. You've got- so I, I think what I will be doing is being at TACOM, catch a quick flight, which is 40 minutes, back to Ottawa for leadership, and then head back to Toronto for TACOM. So I'm just going to tell everyone at the booth I'm gone to use the washroom, <laughs> and they won't notice that I'm actually in Ottawa. That's amazing. Well, yeah. Um,
0: so th- that was September,
3: that one. Yeah, September tenth yeah, is Leadership well, and Tacom.
0: Well, I time. I hope to get there while you're there, then, because yes. Josh has tickets. We got because he ended up getting um um pushover from his tickets that he bought back when right. in the, with the COVID situation. So I have never been. This will be oh, my first boy. one. So I'm pretty excited about that. I'm pretty new, Tracy. Like really new uh i got my. you're gonna love it yeah yeah so i'm pretty excited you you will you will i'm sure i will jeff are you going
1: absolutely uh josh and i went to the last one so uh and actually i think tracy we uh we talked very briefly as you and rod were heading to a stage at uh at the last one
3: yeah yeah the last the last time i mean last year there wasn't one because of covid i don't know maybe it's two years in a row now it was 19 19 was the last one yeah, yeah well that one was funny because we had cbc following us uh filming for a documentary at the same time michelle Rempel uh flew out and came and saw me and she was um had netflix following her for a different documentary so we had these two film crews walking behind us at all times and they kept yelling at each other because they'd be in each other's shot. And I'm like, guys, can you just, like, we're just trying to play with guns. It was was just kind of funny because we were laughing about that. You know, it was just just so many film crews following us around. But uh, in any event, I did see the CBC piece, which of course is always a complete hit job, right? Just making me into some kind of devil. And then uh, the Netflix piece, I... I forget what it was called. It was something about like Wolf Den or something, (laughs) some crazy uh, Netflix documentary about women in politics. And of course they catch up with Michelle Rempel at TACOM. I'm like, of course. (laughs) (laughs) course. So yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I'll I'll have to ask her if it ever aired, but yeah, it's some, some funny footage. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. Benny,
0: any uh, events or little, little tidbits of info? Out your way? Um,
2: not really. Although the, I'm still in the, in the talks with the range, but I'm hoping to put on some pistol competitions, um, in your area. So we'll see when if those take up or catch up or
1: what. So
0: Josh wants it. He wants bad. He does. I know it it will happen. It will happen. Well, I'm,
1: I'm,
2: we're hoping to put on some two, if we can two gun or, or pistol matches, um, if Josh can help, then Milverton will be the home of those events this year. And, uh, yeah.
0: So. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I don't have much information yet, but I do know Milverton, uh, it's the last Saturday in June. I, or, is it June? Yes, last Saturday of June, we're having our annual fish fry. We heard everybody's messages. Don't have it in the fall. The wasps were awful. So we've changed it back to the spring. But we had put it in the fall last year because of um, COVID, right? All the lockdowns that were happening. So we just tried to fit in an event as we could go. So we pushed it back to the spring. So we're going to have our perch uh, grilled or deep fried. That was a big hit. So it'll be the last Saturday in June. We'll get some more details for you out soon. So uh, please listen or send any feedback, questions, or comments that you may have to host at newshootercanada.ca our Facebook or Instagram page, comment section, or at our actual website, newshootercanada.ca. So don't forget to like us on Facebook and Instagram, leave us a comment and rating on iTunes. So, uh, Any shout-outs for the evening? How about you, Benny? Do you have any shout-outs?
2: Shout-out to my lovely wife, as usual. Thank you so much for being the awesome, amazing person you are, and the uh, force behind getting the Pack Canada up and running. Um, That is my new website. And, uh, again carry speed loaders, ear uh, ear protection and a bunch of other new products that are coming online soon. So keep an eye out for that.
3: Perfect. Tracy, any shout outs for you? Yeah, I have to cheat and do more than one person, but uh, I'm going to call them my team tomorrow, uh, which is of course, Colin, Greg Weiss, and Staffer Steve from the CCFR. The three of them are coming out to help mentor all these Parliament Hill staffers. So, bunch of political uh nerds we love them but uh yeah it's a lot of work and we've got some really cool guns to shoot with them and um yeah so big thanks to my team for helping me out with that
0: excellent jeff
1: Uh, uh, i'm gonna steal a page from tracy's book because i've got a couple written down here uh first of all a big shout out to tracy and rod for coming up with this idea thank you thank you i love this idea I like it too. <laughs> uh, secondly, Amanda for putting up with me for this past week that's been a flurry of phone calls, emails, texts, Facebook messages. Uh I don't know what, but uh thank you for uh, co-hosting and and having me along for the ride. And finally, uh to all the volunteers and all the ranges that are putting on a national range day. Shout out to you guys. We know the time and effort it takes. Thank you.
0: Absolutely. I'm also going to give a, going on that note for volunteers, I'm also going to give a shout out to Ontario Gun Services for their generous donation of ammo and earplugs to our event. So um, they they gave us a nice substantial amount and basically said, what else do you need? Throw it at me. So if I come across anything else, I will, I will give them a shout. They're a... Uh, local gun shop that had just re- had their grand reopening this year. They're located in Kirkton, Ontario, uh, and we actually had um, one of the members there uh, on the show last or last time talking about turkey hunting. So it was really great to chat with them. Really glad that we're starting to build that relationship with the local community. So uh, just thank you very much. Uh, for everybody for popping on so such uh, last minute i appreciate it and let's see here oh let's see here i see that there's a, a petition on there who wants it, to talk about it, that e- is that you uh
2: no it's actually it was it's part of the ccfr newsletter but uh, i haven't heard anyone really mention it uh e-petition for uh 4010 to repeal um
3: i think it's the may 19th stuff I, I signed it. I forgot what it's about. Yeah, I think that. Let me go look here at the email. I think I think that's Todd Doherty's petition, right? Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, Todd. First of all, Todd is just the greatest guy ever. Um, he's an awesome MP. I'm just trying to find it here. Um, yeah, it's to repeal. Oh, there we go. Please um, sign the petition here. Okay, correct. so let's.
2: If you want very Tracy, I can I can go with it. Whereas on April 29, two thousand twenty two, the Liberal government introduced an order to introduce the further restrictions of with a shadow registry on licensed firearm owners in Canada. The previous gun registry cost taxpayers over one billion dollars. The Auditor General's report found that the program did not collect the data to analyze the effective, effectiveness of gun registry in meeting its stated goal of improving public safety. The performance Does not show how these activities help minimize risk public safety with evidence-based outcomes such as reduced death injuries and threat from firearms providing personal information to private sellers can result in identity theft and fraud this will unfairly cost the business countless dollars in wages and times process and this unfairly targets canadian firearms owners who are already among the most vetted canadian in canadian society possession and acquisition license. And restricted PAL holders are subject to daily screenings, are statistically proven to be less likely to commit crimes c- to commit crimes than non-Pal and non-RPAL holders. We the undersigned citizens of Canada called upon the government of Canada to immediately repeal the order issued on April 29,
3: 2022. Yeah. So, so those were that was the uh, the two outstanding measures from C seventy-one that were implemented on May 18th, <clears throat> which of course is the store records and then the transfer numbers that you have to get for a, a private transfer of a non-restricted firearm. So yeah, both of those things are useless, bureaucratic, a total huge mess. Um, retailers were not even told what form to keep these records in. They can't get any information. Um, you know, I, I spoke to the minister's office and asked for a technical briefing and they said they didn't know either. So I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. I think we should just, focus on reducing actual crime that would be great wouldn't it (laughs) i know crazy me we actually have a new bill being tabled on monday um uh public safety minister marco mendicino has put it on the notice paper for monday so it will be on the order paper and he'll be tabling it i expect it to be some sort of uh shady new version of c21 which was the legislation you may remember from last time Uh, from the last session and it banned airsoft and had a bunch of stuff about Megs in it. And, you know, it was just a real uh, red flags. And it was just a real piece of junk. So um, I anticipate that the government will be bringing back some sort of revamped version. We'll stay at 11 Eastern um, as that bill is tabled. But yeah, everybody sign up for the CCFR newsletter uh, on our website. If you want to make sure that, that you keep up to date we don't spam people uh you get one email every friday and it tells you everything you need to know
0: that's wonderful thank you tracy so much uh do you have a tagline my dear a tagline yep yeah. so we like to end our shows with the tagline so uh something that usually um uh, means somebody to somebody so mine is go ahead and shoot like a girl so um, okay. What? Yeah. So,
3: do you have one? Do you want to think about it? Um. Somebody else go next. I'll think of it.
2: It's not about the odds. It's about the stakes.
3: You, do you have one? Left-handed again? people
1: are in their right mind.
3: There you go. I literally came up with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you I want you guys. To think of one and send it to me, and then I'll then I'll have it going forward. But normally people just scream at me. Well said. That's not <laughs> what i used to. Like...
2: I guess your tagline, Tracy, would be uh, GelTaka then.
3: Yeah, well, or vicious, right? We had a, a sitting senator in the Senate chamber call me vicious in front of everybody. Vicious. Yeah, She told me I was absolutely vicious. I was like, oh, you have a nice day too. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the one living off government goal though so. no that's true I'm definitely not oh
0: right. man we'll have to come up with a tagline for you next time Tracy but thank you so much for joining us thank you everyone for listening in and you have yourselves a great day bye now bye bye well, I really Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or feedback you may have, or if you just want to call shenanigans. You can contact us at host at newshootercanada.ca or through our Facebook page. The way they look, I like the shiny steel and the polished
3: wood. I don't care if they're big or small. They're for sale until I want them all. I like guns. I like guns. I like guns.